Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hi, hello. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for joining me. You can find the podcast all over the place. Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. And I invite you to check me out on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando, outside of Central Florida. Be sure to stream us there in the WDBO app. We always love catching up with Brian Kilmeade on the Inez Says podcast. You can hear Brian 9 to noon every single weekday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And today, well, typically I, I, I'd like to get into a number of different topics with Brian, but today we're going to center on one in particular, and that is the Steele dossier and the hoax perpetuated upon an American president and the American people for over four years. Here's that conversation now. I know that some people we've never even heard of are being indicted, but will we ever get to the bottom of this hoax on America and a hoax on an American president that caused this nation, Brian, to, to be in the muck for like four years? You said two things that people driving right now might be anti-Trump and, you know, uh, I don't like his style. But you should be outraged as an American that we were distracted for three and a half years, that uh, almost every major story had to take a backseat to that story. And a administration, not just a president, entire administration had to pivot, spend money and get lawyered up. They make about, you know, they make about, you know, 80 to $120,000 a year. They do it is legitimate service to a lot of these people. I know that's a decent salary for the average American, but a lot of them give up huge salaries to go in and work for the government. Next thing you know, they're lawyered up because they might have been on the campaign. Careers were ruined. Uh, houses were raided over what was a manufactured hoax by Hillary Clinton, and they're going to slowly get up to her. Mark my words, we, you will introduce me as, can you believe mm. that they finally are interviewing Hillary Clinton? And Jake Sullivan, who's an advisor to President Biden all over this, perpetuating this circular firing squad of Russian hoax information. You get the money, you get the investigators to give the information to the FBI. The FBI leaks to the press. The press goes back and tells it the audience. The next thing you know, we have two sources, but it really came from the same people. The group that was hired, listen to this, Chuck Dolan. Chuck Dolan worked in the Clinton administration in the 90s when Yeltsin was there, making contacts in that country. Dolan is working with Dushenko. Dushenko is working for Christopher Steele. Dushenko provides all the Russian information to Christopher Steele, who never gets to Russia. He'd get arrested for some reason because of past investigations. 
The guy giving Deshenko the information was Chuck Dolan. Yeah. What was the reason? Briefed on the reason was Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, looking to distract from her email scandal, is trying to drum up le- uh, links between Russia and the Trump organization, still not thinking that Trump would win the election. And not only did they lie about it, manufacture all this, force a huge distraction, but when he became president, they doubled and tripled down. The question is, did the FBI know they were being duped? Did they push for it anyway? And did Hillary Clinton uh, really think she was going to be shielded from it? Remember, if you think about it, Barack Obama was never out talking about Russia links. And you think about it, Hillary Clinton let everybody else talk about Russia because she knew. Mm. What she did know is that Wiener, in my view, this is Wiener had on their laptop more emails who would force Comey to reopen an investigation mm. and everything would end up back on her anyway. But instead of backing up and letting this be something about 2016, she let it be in the American mainstream bloodstream for the next four years under uh, Donald Trump. And it is totally unfair. For mm. Trump to have had this distraction, to have Flynn's life ruined, uh, Manafort's life ruined because of past links to Eastern Europe, which I think will show had nothing to do with this campaign, as well as uh, Roger Stone. And think about everybody else that just left because evident. Oh, what about Sessions, who made the ill-timed move? Let's have a special investigation. I can't put myself in the middle of this. And that was obviously a dumb move. And now it had no substance to the move. Think about what happened. And he still was able to get a lot done as president. Brian, I I agree with most everything you say. I'm going to disagree with the whole Hillary Clinton. I I don't think it gets to Hillary. And the thing that that you hate about Washington is that there's always political cover for those devious enough to know how to play the game. Right. Like, I I, I just don't think think it gets there. You just think it'll stop. Yeah. Yeah, it always does, Brian. That's what ticks us off here on Main Street. It always does. It stops before it gets to the, the people who were really responsible. Well, I mean, remember, Hillary Clinton was interviewed about her emails. It was a Saturday afternoon, and she was allowed to bring in both lawyers who were complicit, never should have been lawyers uh, for this case because they were involved in it. And remember, she was interviewed, and she was, and she was examined in front of a congressional over, uh, investigation over Benghazi. The question is... The, she even possibly skate out of this when her campaign rescued the DNC, who uh, your congresswoman was in charge of um, uh, and was ran into the ground. So the Hillary Clinton campaign had to rescue the DNC. So she had all this stuff surrounded. This was all her. And uh, you can't say that she wasn't involved. There was nobody else with who wanted okay. opposition research yeah. on the on the future president. Yeah. But uh, you're right. I mean, she seems to, the Clintons always get away with everything. I don't blame you for feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah. Who pays us back? Like, who pays the American people back for all the nonsense, the Mueller report, the impeachments, all the, like, do we get an apology from anybody on the left? Well, you see, I'm going to play this sound by, maybe you did too, about Morgan Ortegas on The View yesterday with Adam Schiff. And do you see his eyes pop out of his head even yeah. further than usual <laughs> yeah. when, when he was asked about this? He goes, yeah. well, people like the Christopher Steele. It's not my fault. Yeah. Oh, that's just the beginning. Christopher Steele not only got false information, knew it, but went into Washington and lobbied to basically have Trump put the story in Mother Jones that launched this whole investigation, gave the dossier to BuzzFeed that said, BuzzFeed goes, I don't know if it's true, but here it is. And then Comey talks about it. I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to brief the president on it, uh, the future president on it. And do you see what went on? All false stuff. And I, I think about it. They could do this to Trump. Do you realize what they could do to us? 
if they want to get us for whatever reason. And I said, do we get an apology from people on the left? Isn't the former president owed an apology somehow, some way here, Brian? Yeah, a couple of more rungs. People are busy. We're in the middle of our own inflation, this personal consumer hell, the supply chain mess, the embarrassment of Afghanistan. But this is simmering beneath. I'm putting it front and center. It sounds like you are, too. Uh, and I'm putting it front and center today. Yeah. And by the way, I'm, I'm doing my live shows like I'll do on the 21st with you. And I did my first one in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Almost all those questions. I got so many questions about the dorm report. I was hardened that people are paying attention at a nuanced level where people, you know, they don't know Sussman. You know, they don't know Dushenko. And I might even be saying the Russian's name wrong. But they're going to know. And they're going to know if Jake Sullivan's got to step aside because Durham has stuff on him or he's going to be indicted. That would be the beginning of showing the role that Biden himself may have played in all this. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what people are saying about Joe Biden to you out there on the road, because I'm, I'm convinced he's not in charge. I mean, he I, he proves that again and again and again, especially when Peter Ducey last week asked about that report about the migrants and the four hundred fifty thousand dollars. And he says, no, it's garbage. Not going to happen. And then the next day, oh, you know, I never said that. Like, who the heck is in charge at the White House? Well, put it this way. Does he think we bought that? That we really think that he wasn't in charge. That did you just did you think you effectively? Uh, do you think you effectively explained that away? I didn't say that. I said the garbage report was. Uh, I never said that. You know, <laughs> right, so what are you right, talking about? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Well, Brian, listen. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Looking forward to having you here in Orlando, November twenty first. Congratulations on the book. Tremendous success, by the way. Way to go, Brian. Right. Yeah, it's good to talk about race in a way and give it some perspective. In America, not a great time, but man, we get, we came out of it a better country. Two great Americans. And if anybody wants to join us, we'll talk about this. It's going to be the focus. Uh, but I'll talk about all the books on the President Freedom Fighter tour. And so just to arm you, next time we go to a barbecue or the Disney parks, and people come up to you and go, yeah, I know who you are. America was never that great. Yeah. Well, you just, you, you'll have four or five examples. Of, like, Let me just tell you things in our past that I think you have reason to be proud of. If you just go to BrianKillMe.com, it would be great. Thanks much to Brian Kilmeade. By the way, if you are interested in seeing Brian live in person on November 21st at the Plaza Live here in Orlando, tap the Kilmeade button there in the WDBO app for your chance to get tickets to that great event. That's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast for today. Check me out on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.